The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 134 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost another one to the Houston Rockets by a score of 142 to 110. Still the standing stand with the uh, Rockets as the worst record in the NBA, but the Spurs are just a game behind them with the third worst record. Rough night for the Spurs. The Rockets really took it to us. Jalen Green ended up scoring 31 points for the Rockets, and they were just too much for the Spurs to handle. Drew, what were your thoughts about tonight's game? Yeah, what a night from the Rockets. I expected the roles to be flipped. I thought we were going to win the game by a large margin, but the Rockets, I think, played the best game of their season. Tonight, the Rockets shot 61% from the field and 54% from the three-point line. They had 13 threes, a great night for Houston. And they just really had a good game. They played good defense. They're the worst defensive team and the worst offensive team. And they came in, and I didn't think that they were that bad. So, great night from Houston. Yeah, no, they deserve to win. And uh, that tightens up the lottery standings right now. But, you know, that just is what it is, sign of the times. I think a lot of Spurs fans thought there was no way we would lose those two, especially after winning two in a row before that. Thought maybe we might lose one, win one or win both of them pretty handily, but uh, I know that was me. I didn't think we were going to get blown out, uh, especially in the second one. Do you think another long losing streak is brewing? I do, actually. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to happen just because I assumed we'd beat the Rockets in one of these two games for sure. But, uh, yeah, we may be in the, the midst of a long losing streak. The Nuggets, Thunder, Magic, Mavericks, Grizzlies next. That's going to be a hard next five games. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's listen to Coach Greg Popovich's comments following this uh, Spurs loss. Short-handedness and schedule. Well, yeah, it's okay. Uh, you know, we don't, you, you play with who's there, but uh, again, I thought Houston was really good, physical, strong team. Uh, you know, the size got them going good. They're energetic. They're aggressive, uh, doing a hell of a job. So uh, they they deserve to to win the game. What do you see from Charles Bassey? Uh, you know he's really learned a great deal in a short amount of time, and uh, he's really got a nose for the ball. He finds the ball off the board. You know for some reason he just gravitates to it. Uh, so he's he's done a good job. Figured things out, trying to learn how to play in the league. A couple of new guys you got in the last 48 hours, are they just getting their feet wet okay? And... Oh, sure. They, you know, they're just playing basketball. Uh, there's you know, not much that they can do as far as – well, we can't call much when they're out there, but that's not the point. Uh, the Rockets drove the ball. They were, they were just really aggressive. Had us on our heels all night long. Anybody else? Yeah, it's just getting paid to. It's... 
good night. All right, so that's Greg Popovich talking about Charles Bassey and his impact on the Spurs and kind of what he's been doing, but uh, also giving the media some flack about not asking questions, which I think is funny. But uh, anyway, now it moves us on to our Tankathon segment. So let's see where it ends up tonight. Woo, okay. So tonight, our Tankathon, we ended up with the third overall pick. Drew, based on uh, what you know, if we have the third overall pick, who do you think we're getting? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think it's kind of changed as of late. It used to be the top three were Victor Webinyama, Scoot Henderson, and Almond Thompson, but that's kind of changed because Brandon Miller has been popping off lately in college. But I still think the Spurs organization would take Almond Thompson because I think he's a better guy and he has a good personality. I don't know about Brandon Miller, but he's he might be a little bit more talented. But Amon Thompson also a really great player. So who would you think we would take? I think I agree. I think it'd be Amon Thompson. I actually was watching some highlights of him today and uh, some of his video. Really explosive, athletic, wiry, long, six foot seven, two hundred two pounds, and uh, I I do like his personality. I think he's a good fit for the Spurs culture. So keep that in mind as uh you know the Spurs they they have to draft. To find the right fit for the organization, and to me, that's not a that's not any consolation prize. I think Amon Thompson's about to be a big time player in the NBA, so uh, that's kind of where I think we'd land if we finish third. Brandon Miller is in the discussion though because yes, he's definitely. there. It's like uh, you know, I guess we'll see what the character issues pull up on him, and uh, maybe that was just a college kid. You know, with Brandon Miller, college kid getting in a bad situation, and maybe he is a good guy, but uh, we'll have to see as uh, information comes available and the draft gets near. All right, now it's time for our top two, bottom two. I'm going to let Drew start it tonight. Who were your top two, Drew? Yeah, for my number one on the top two list, I went with Kata Bates-Diop this time. He had a really good night with 17 points, one rebound, shooting 6 of 10 from the field and 1 of 3 from the three-point line in 23 minutes. I'm pretty sure this might be like his third best scoring game of the season, so a good night from Kata Bates-Diop. My second on the top two list, I want to go with Malachi Branham, who had another great night with double-digit scoring. He had 13 points, 7 rebounds two assists, chipped in a steal, and shot 5 of 8 from the field and knocked down the three that he took in 29 minutes. So let's hear who you have. Yeah, no, I had KBD too. I really liked his game. Uh, Kata Bates-Diop, that was just a, a really efficient night. Uh, 17 points overall. I just I thought that was one of his better games in a long while. Also, my number two, Charles Bassey, 14 points, six boards, uh, 7 of 10 shooting, just high efficiency guy, and also chipped in a block shot and a couple assists as well. I am a big Charles Bassey fan, and uh, I'm really pumped to see that he's locked into a four-year deal with us because I think uh, he's going to keep on developing. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Drew, who were your bottom two? Yeah, for me on the number one on my bottom two, I decided to go with Keldon Johnson in a rough night from shooting and a lot of turnovers. In this game, Keldon had eight points but shot 3 of 10 from the field and 1 of 4 from the three-point line and had five turnovers. So I'm going to have to go with Kellen as my number one on the bottom two. My second on the bottom two, I'm going to go with Gorgie Jing on this one. He had four points and turned the ball over twice and shot 2 of 5 from the field and 0 of 3 from the three-point line. So those are my bottom two. All right, well, I have uh, two different bottom two and – 
number one for me was our new blood, and I'm just being hard on him, but I also wanted to practice pronouncing his name. Uh, number one on the bottom two was Sandro Mama Kulashlibi. No, yeah. Mamu Kelashvili. Mama Kelashvili. But Sandro had, uh, I'll just shorten it for the uh, purpose of the show. He had uh, six points, but he was only two of eight shooting. Fine. I'm just being picky on a guy's new game with the Spurs. I think he'll be just fine for us. Uh, my number two was uh, Blake Wesley, and I just had him for really turnover percentage based on minutes. He had three turnovers in 19 minutes of play. That's that's a lot of turnovers in a short period of time. So he was my number two. All right, time for the next segment of our show. This is the question of the day. Remember, you can always text us at 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Caroline in Roswell, New Mexico. Caroline's question was, in light of our recent losses to the Rockets, are we guaranteed the top pick now? I don't understand this whole draft lottery. Please explain. Drew, would you like to start with the draft lottery? Yeah, uh, so I'm not really, I don't really know too much about this. I mean, we got a question like this last year, but you're probably a new listener. But for this question, the lottery is, you want to take it? I'm not really too. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, I've, I've really studied it and I, I get it. So the lottery rules were changed in 2019. So now just to prevent teams from tanking, 2019, they changed it where it's now a full-on lottery um, as far as the weights of teams, even in the worst three records. So to answer your question directly, Caroline, that doesn't make us automatically the first pick. In fact, your worst three records, which right now are the Houston Rockets, San Antonio Spurs, and Detroit Pistons, all have a 14% chance of getting that number one pick. So it's definitely not a shoe-in. I know a lot of people get really excited when watching some uh, Webb and Yama or Scoot Henderson highlights, but it's only a 14% chance to get the number one pick. All right? The next part of that is if you fall into that four spot, which right now the Charlotte Hornets are there, it's now a 12.5% chance of winning the lottery. So that puts you in that four spot. If it happened to be that fifth spot, which we're not going to drop to that fifth spot because it's so far away for us now, but that fifth spot only has a 10.5% chance of winning the uh, winning the lottery. So just to keep that in mind, um, that lottery is uh, definitely not a guarantee that you're going to get number one. And just to go back into last year's lottery, just to give you an example, your number one pick in the draft went to the Orlando Magic. They had the second worst record overall, uh, the second worst odds to get that number one pick. Or I actually, bottom three on the odds. So they, they all had the same. Your number two pick was actually Oklahoma City, who they had the fourth worst record. That would be like Charlotte getting the number two pick right now. So in this scenario of just last year's draft, the number one pick would go to the Detroit Pistons right now. The number two pick would go to the Charlotte Hornets right now. The number three pick, just as all of the last year's draft, the uh, Houston Rockets had the worst record last year. So they had the worst record overall, but they were the number three pick. Then the Sacramento Kings, they had the seventh worst record. They were the number four pick. And then lastly, the Detroit Pistons, who had the number three worst record, um, 
they were the actual fifth pick. So just to put that in perspective, if it falls exactly like it did last year, the Spurs would be picking fifth. So keep that in mind. We know that it is a lottery. It's not guaranteed. So thanks for your question, Caroline. I hope that explains it for you. All right, now it's time for the segment of our show called This Day in Spurs History. Drew. Yeah, so I'm going to take us back to March 5th, 2018. Not too long ago, but the teams were very, very different in 2018. The Spurs, our leading scorer in this game was Mr. Tony Parker, who scored 23 points and 4 assists. We had David Davis Bertans, who had 17 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Danny Green, who had 14 points, 3 rebounds. And we had Kyle Anderson with 11 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists. The Spurs ended up barely getting this win, 198. And I want to talk about the records. The Spurs record was 37-27, and, and the Grizzlies were 18-45. and 45. But they got... Jaron Jackson that year, and John Morant the next year. And what happens now? Yeah, good point. They're really good. Those are the two best players on their franchise, both all-stars. So I think they picked really well. But John Morant's in some trouble right now. But that's this day in Spurs history. All right, that's back in 2018, so five years ago. And look where the Grizzlies are now. That's That's interesting. Thank you for that. All right, now it's time to preview the upcoming game. And you have the league MVP, Nikola Jokic, Coming into San Antonio with a pretty long break for the Spurs. Going to be Friday night against the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets, I've watched a few times, and I think they are a really, really good team. In my opinion, one of the top two teams in the NBA this year. We'll see how that plays out in the playoffs, but that's my opinion. So, with that being said, Drew, what can you tell us about the Denver Nuggets? Yes, this Denver Nuggets team is a really good team. I think you throw Nikola Jokic out there, and then with four other very athletic people, and that's just real. They're really talented. Nikola Jokic's not very athletic, but he's a great passer. But then he's around Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, KCP. So I think this team is really good. Nikola Jokic is averaging a triple double. Jamal Murray's averaging 20 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. MPJ's averaging 17 points, 5 rebounds. And and Eric Gordon's averaging 17 points and 6 rebounds. So I think this Nuggets team is going to probably destroy us. <laughs> Unless Jokic doesn't play, which there's a chance. Cause he may take it off. He may take it off. Yeah, we'll no. see. All right. So with that being said, my player to go off is Keldon Johnson. And the reason I say that is earlier on in the season – Keldon Johnson ended up scoring 30 points against him. So, he's my player to go off. Um, that was way back on November 7th when Keldon scored 30. So, he's my player to go off. That game we played the Nuggets pretty close. We only lost by six. I'm going to say we're going to triple that and lose by 18. I think the Nuggets have the machine rolling, and I think we're limping to the finish line. Drew, what about you? Yeah, for my top player to go off, I'm going to go with Devin Vassell, who when they played the Nuggets on November Fifth, he had 20 points and shot 7 to 12 from the field, so he's going to be my player to go off. But my prediction for this game give me the Nuggets to win this game by 11 points. All right. Well, we'll see how that one plays out. And uh, Spurs Nuggets, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting closer and closer to the end of this thing. And then the lottery. Yep. And then the lottery happens, which we're going to be here for you. 
leading up to it, kind of giving the preview, and uh, but that's, that's still a couple months away, but I just wanted to touch base on that. Thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!